Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Beats. Villainous Beats. Villain My name is Demetrius Holt, but you may know me better by the name Hellspot. Now I'm coming to you today because I'm putting together a networking event in order to financially bolster Black-owned comic book conventions. It's going to be called the Blurred and Powerful event, and it's going to happen at San Diego Comic-Con 2023. Now I've already done all the research. I've already talked to all the, the conventions. What I need for you all is to just share this message. Talk to your friends. But the point is to get high dollar investors out of San Diego so that they can see what a comic book convention could look like at its height. So that when these other comic book conventions start to exhibit to them, start to explain to them what they're made of, then they know that they're going to get a return on their investment. So if you have any information on anybody that you may know might be interested, please contact me and we'll have a conversation. And if your friends need to know who I am, just tell them to Google my name or Blackie Man. Thanks. Bring devotion home on digital. Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in this epic and inspirational story based on true events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy devotion on digital now, packed with behind-the-scenes bonus content available at participating retailers rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Bring devotion home on digital. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact what would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chad, which they killed all the black panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league. What's the need to be civil for? Propel like the juggernauts, there ain't no stopping. This. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care But if you need me, put your fist up in the air Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, the super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name is Super Black. Hello, back for another episode of Blurred's Eye View. It's your man on the wall, the man up north. Chris Fury, what's going on, everybody? I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and I want to thank everybody for showing love on the YouTube channel. Be sure, if, you're, if this is your first time checking us out, to go over to that channel, hit the notification bell, and hit the subscribe button. You'll get great shows, past episodes, shorts, and more. Uh, also, you can also check, it out, uh, check us out on Twitch, Blurred's Eye View 1. Follow us on IG, where the link is in the bio, 
and it'll send you to all those great places where you can find us on all the socials, including Opulence Radio, iHeart, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You know the drill. Uh, meanwhile, let's get our people in here. Lady Mandalore is in the building. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you this evening? <laughs> I don't know what that was. I had a hiccup for a second. Sorry. Look, I don't know what was going on, but it turned out my notebook was laying on the keyboard. I'm like, oh, that was the hiccup. One. Oh, uh, oh, oh, whoopsie. I was like, that's what the pause was. Uh, <laughs> we got our cinematic assassin. We'll be watching in the building. What's going on, Will? Hey, I'm hating hella hard. I just realized y'all got the, the blue light special going. Wait till I, wait till I, I get my little... My little tesseract set up or something. <laughs> got my glowing blue going on. I mean, I got one on deck. I mean, <laughs> so uh, we also got the man of the square circle, the black fox, the other wheel. Uh, <laughs> I have oh, got working. I have got to come up with a different name. <laughs> we need to have like a battle of the wills at some point. <laughs> the battle of the wheel. Oh, come on, come on, come on! Look, you're smiling, you're laughing. It might be, it might not be. I'm, bad. I'm laughing because Amelia, I want to go. Will be, I have the high ground. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's got knees. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, we man. have a special guest with us tonight, Josh Evans, who's talking. Who's going to talk to us about his count, his project, uh, talk story to me, which uh, I, I, I can't. Can I announce? Yeah, yeah, you can say you can, the Black Girl Nerds already broke. You can say all the things. Yeah, okay. So Black Girl <laughs> Nerds broke the news and and everything else, and and he's opening. He has open auditions and as well. And uh, yours truly is also a part of said project. So sure is. Yeah. we didn't so, tell nobody. I I was waiting. I gotta wait for these things. I just can't blurt them. You know, <laughs> open auditions. You know, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. You gotta work on the villain lab. <laughs> you gotta work and, on and, that. and we can we, I will put this out for the people listening. It is a villain because when I heard your thing, I was like, Oh, he has an amazing villain voice. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but and... the, it doesn't have to be a, a dude villain though, right? No, it does not. It does not. It's it's, yeah. it's splitting. We're splitting yeah. it. Yeah, no. This let's, but the let's... one I have for him is is yeah. turns out. It's, the, uh, well, of course. Oh yes. I mean, no, that's his life. That's his. That's his whole aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great heard, guy, like, but good lord, I have villain tendencies. It's just there, so why uh, ignore it? <laughs> they have more fun. Yeah, exactly. They do. Uh, they, they really do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, man. So, it's, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of news that's happened. Some of it happened on Tuesday night show. Um, we just found out Lisa Marie. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley passed away uh, 54 years mm -hmm. old. She was really young, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cardiac arrest. She was just at the Golden Globes. Dang. Wow. Uh, Austin oh, Butler, wow. You know, wow. Yeah, she was just at the Golden Globe because Austin Butler won an award for playing Elvis. Mm. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So I'm like, wow. We are living in a very... <laughs> Yeah, that started off 2023 like a roulette wheel, didn't he? Right. right. Um, what in the world? Um, but before we do that, let's get into all of this. Oh, Kristen Ritter has been rumored, and now it seems like insiders are confirming that she will be returning as Jessica Jones in the new Daredevil series, Born Again. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, it looks like some of the Netflix stars are returning, especially after we've seen uh, Matt Murdock showing up in Spider-Man No Way Home, and mm-hmm. it, it yeah. was just kind of like, and then showing up in She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yes. I'm I'm for this. Uh, however, yes. you know, and it's great. This is great news because it already looks like not only is she returning, but John Barenthal's returning as well as the Punisher. Well, shut my mouth. And I know <laughs> <which one. laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm. I like me some it, Johnny B. Look, mm. look. Let's face it. Ever since we seen him as Shane in The Walking Dead, <laughs> then he did the Punisher's TV series. We were just like, yeah. You could mm-hmm. stay. He had yeah. punished him. He's the walking <laughs> dead. We all knew that. <laughs> like, he got all the other ones. The weight room, though, after uh, King Richard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank is coming back with a vengeance. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Unfortunately, Mike Coulter will. It's nothing in the cards yet. But for mm-hmm. right now, we know Mike Coulter will not be returning as Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And it's not due to the character development or anything. It's just Mike Coulter is really a busy man right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said he would love to. It's just, as he stated, it's in his rearview mirror because he's doing his TV show on Evil, what's going on in its fourth season. Uh, he has mm-hmm. a movie out now with Gerard Butler called Plane. You know, his career is going fast. So, you know, the mouse might want to say, hey, you may not have to do a show right now. But, down but you're gonna show up for like an episode or two. Yeah, <laughs> I just think like the mouse, just, the mouse with the gauntlet's like you're gonna come home, Mike. <laughs> you're gonna come home. Slap him! Slap him with one of those big time. Disney checks, right? You know, he's just, right? Like he's here's like, ten mm. years worth of pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> like you want to work three shows or you want to work just this one. I just, right. I just see the, I just see the mouse just being uber insulting. How much is Paramount paying you? Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That's cool. That's cool. How sweet. I didn't know you worked for charity. Hmm. <laughs> that was your signing bonus. <laughs> Look at that. That's cute. You know, that's, that's one of those things. Isn't that precious? Uh, yeah, isn't that precious? <laughs> Not the church Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> back there giggling and laughing. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> They now there's also rumors that there's going to be a Strange Academy series as well, uh, and they said it could be linked into the Secret Wars film that's going to come out. Well, they keep changing the date, so <laughs> I'm not going to say when the date is. They just keep changing the date. DVD, DVD. I'm I'm for that. I I'm I'm good for that because let's face it, we didn't expect Wong to be that kind of a standout character, mm-hmm. and now we want yeah it, yeah. It's, yeah. We just didn't and know. Madison Who would have thought there too? Madison. <laughs> I, I do. I want to know who this goat is. Yeah, I want to know who this goat is that she's made this deal with. Uh, <laughs> so it's, I good lord that I, it, the, the, the company is, we didn't know we needed. <laughs> yeah, Wong and and, and Madison. Good Madison. lord. <laughs> uh, before we get to the Golden Globes recap. Uh, we want to thank our favorite family for coming through. Here they are. Hey, 
Don't ask me why I did that, Kira. Don't ask me why. I, I was I'm doing saying. the whole theme song in the while I was muted, so it was right. We don't own the rights to that music, by oh, the way. Yeah. We don't own the rights to that. <laughs> What is drip if not swag persevering? Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I never leave my mind. You know, it's it's just one of those lines that drop, and you're just like, "Damn, my mm-hmm. guy." <laughs> those are some pimp lines. That was some game right there. They really was. <laughs> That's Man. where the turtleneck and the thin gold chain came from. Right. The right yeah. and, and everything. I'm like, after that line. Like it, anything. He's technically, he's technically Wakandan because his body's made out of vibranium. Oh, he's dropping these bars. All you're, miss, all you're missing is guy playing in the background as he's saying it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it was. Oh my god. It was. There was. There's a lot to be said that that um, Wandavision just left a really good taste in a lot of people's mouth. I'm just. What can I say? And Megan apparently has too. Uh, she does have Wanda tendencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, you're giving me Wanda right now. You are acting like your mother. That's your mama, ain't it? That's family. Right. That's your mama's genes kicking in, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> So you get that from your mama's side. Ooh. Your daddy's daughter, but you acting like your mama right now. Mm-hmm. All them, okay. them, that's, the, that's that Jenkins in you. That's that Jenkins. <laughs> this is why I sleep on the couch. Right. <laughs> oh my God. It's mm-hmm. it's been Golden Globes. Golden mm-hmm. Globes, which I've joyfully coined probably one of the blackest nights of this year so far next to the NAACP awards which is coming up next month because that's definitely the the blackest night of the year um mm-hmm. uh, BET but, awards are close yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> BET awards did step it up though it used to, NAACP used to run it for a while but yeah. BET did step up yeah they, they had to um there was a lot of awards that were given out but there were some key ones that really meant something to us. Mm-hmm. One of those numbers or one of those wins was the Queen, Angela Bassett, winning for supporting actress. There, there it is. Reset the clock. So, Josh, in case you're wondering, I have a thing for Angela Bassett, as every good blooded Amer- black man should have. Uh, <laughs> is it because of her immaculate shoulders? Because every time she posts, I'm like, she. Angela Bassett has done for shoulders what Michelle Obama did for biceps. So there it is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, Angela did it first. What's love got to do? She had to do it first. But she had to do it first. But no, no, she. Michelle did for biceps what Angela Bassett did for shoulders. There you go. But she won for supporting actress. Well earned, well deserved for Wakanda Forever. Because if you've seen that movie, that those that are listening or watching. Yeah, like it's not because we're fans of of the genre. It's just this woman acts. Mm-hmm. There is a reason why she's one of the highest paid highest paid actresses on television. Y'all need to bump her check up because she's been doing this for a long time and been slaying. I can't name a role where she faltered. Even was it she a vampire in Brooklyn? Done. 
even though at her worst, she's the best. I'm just like, I'm like, how do you give us the worst? It's Gil gives us the best. It's just like it's just like Sam Jackson. Mm -hmm. Snakes on a plane should not be as good as it is, but because he's in it. Bring it up it's, it's, it's just Samuel Jackson. That's about right. the, the best way you put it. It's like Angela Bassett. I know me. I know me and Chris have said this all the time. I was like, I just see Storm. I just see that woman comes in yeah. and just all eyes are to her. You ain't saying a word, and <laughs> you are just lost in it. Now I'm not as lost as Chris is lost in it when she talks. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost, and it's for a very good reason. I don't. But, I don't, don't, but don't get me wrong. When Angela, when Angela Bass is talking, you 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 kind of straighten up. Straighten up a little bit. Yeah, you tucking you tucking your shirt, get straightened. You know. Good posture when she's speaking. Just right. no wrinkle shirts and none of that you, stuff. You done, you done went from bad back to just eight year old mm-hmm. posture in ten seconds. Just your, your slacks get pressed immediately for no reason. You got a <laughs> crease right down the center. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Your Airline music gets perfect. Just perfect. Breath be on scope point. You know, yeah. just you know full well you just had subway 10 minutes ago. <laughs> everything falls in line. You you speak in the king's English and everything. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, everything just tightens exactly up. Needed. We needed the black ranger to be in front of Angela. Just Get that that line Ooh, together. Not, 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 were, not the worst fade. Not the worst fade in television history. God, yeah, yeah. I would be in her presence to get that. <laughs> Zach, have, Zach, have in the beginning, a little bit, just a little bit. Zach, in the beginning, of Power Rangers did have the worst lineup. So did <laughs> Pete Ross on on Smallville. Those two, they had the same. No, they had the same bar. <laughs> I didn't even realize it until yeah. I was like, why did they do my boy like that? It's just it's like not, a... It's, gone, it's a... Whoop. Yeah, no, we can line this up. We're just keeping it like, no, that's not how it works. No, oh, not. You cannot give us a comb over that you would give a rice cake warrior. It does not work for black men. No, <laughs> you cannot give us the comb over. We, we that's what they use. We that's need. what they use. That that's what they use for the lineup. The rice cake. They use the rice cake. Shut they, up. They, they, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. No, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop. I gotta. Up, I gotta bring y'all back. <laughs> I gotta bring y'all back. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, back to the back to the Golden Globes. Oh my God, <laughs> Angela, Angela, all hail the queen. So, yeah, all hail the queen. Yes, uh, Michelle Yo, Michelle Yo. Oh, hey, look at that. We got a surprise visitor. It's my man DC. What's going on? Hey. Oh. Sorry, I was mad loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Michelle Yo has won for Best Actress and What's good? All How y'all doing? Hey, great. Uh, House of the Dragon won for best drama series. Wait, Chris, you had the best album. I'm going to let you finish real quick, but I just want to let y'all know. (laughs) I just want to let y'all know Beyonce had the best album um, last year. No, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say hello to y'all. See all these fine black people out here. What's going on? How you doing? Kier was nice to me in my inbox, y'all. I don't know. I, ain't gonna tell, I told nobody I wasn't gonna tell nobody, but uh, that's why I can't talk. That's why you can't be nice to black people. That's why. That's why. Tell all your business for no reason. Ain't nobody asked you to come in here, um, um, firing off uh, warning shots across my bow. I was being nice. You could have just left it alone, but no. Now I gotta be mean to your ass on a goddamn live damn TV show. You know what I'm talking about? We're back. We're back. DC has this effect on First candy being now Lady Mandalore. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> I have a way with ladies. Um, no, real quick. I just want to. <laughs> you want to? You want to plug the uh, March for the record? I actually do. Um, 
If you guys don't mind, I'm making my rounds. I'm just uh, hijacking shows this weekend. Um, so if y'all just see me pop up in random places, uh, like Deadpool, don't worry about it. I'm supposed to be here. Um, I'm just going through the... Huh? <laughs> or herpes? Hey, that too. You know, whatever. Pop up when you least expect it. Uh, just know I'm here. You never get rid of me, motherfuckers. Nah. Um, <laughs> seriously, um, this weekend we are having a dope event. It's called March to the Record Books. Um it is a live stream event. We are going for a podcast record, Guinness Book World Record Records. If you signed up for it, thank you. If you haven't, what were you waiting for? Um, anywho, um, it's going to be dope. There's a lot of people, a lot of different podcasts, dope people. Kier, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, you guys are there. Blurs, I views there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're, coming on, we're coming on after you, so. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys got to follow us. Good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, gonna be a shit. This shit's going to have sprinkles. Um, <laughs> this man, this man. I'm, I'm I'm everywhere. Sorry, um, but anywho, I'm all over the place. I'm excited, um, but I ain't mean to interrupt. Golden gloves. You were saying, Chris, I'm out of here. You guys have a good show. Uh, appreciate it. Jake, Josh. I've seen your book. You're amazing. Um, keep it up. Care. I don't care. I don't care what they say about you. You all right. Um, <laughs> you all right. Wait, um, wait. Candy B already gave her gave her gave her the praise already she's like oh the seal of approval i don't yeah, know how much she... that counts it is candy b so let's not act like it's this, this is not act you like it's you, her, right? you still gotta work with her i'm gonna tell her I'm oh, you gonna tell her oh jesus lordy what is i gonna do i'll tell her i'll tell her anywho you guys get back to it you guys are amazing um kiera hey you got any of that apocalyptic stuff you was drinking no not tonight i'm on a Damn. diet yeah, no, I gotta be straight. Yeah, I know it's weird. It's weird for me too. Yeah, it's no, all, all all of this. Which, and it's it's grapes. Yeah, it's yeah, from, it's grapes. It's so pretty it's much vegan juice. Grapes. It's about as vegan. It's as vegan juice. Like this fucking grapes. Like how the fuck are you on a diet from grapes? The sugar. It's the sugar. Can't have it. But boil it. <laughs> oh, that, at that point, DC, it's been really nice to see you again. Wow, you know, okay. I, I hate the, I hate the fact that you gotta leave so soon. But um, oh, you play you play me up. Oh, wrap this shit up. All right. Anywho, you guys are amazing. You guys keep doing what you do. I love blurs out of you. I just uh, figure since I still have some control behind the scenes, I just pop in wherever I feel like it. I'm out. Oh, oh, ain't gone. Ain't gone. Uh, How do we go from the family? Uh, hold on now, I ain't gone yet, motherfucker. I told you I pop up where I want to. Don't don't tip me, motherfucker. Uh, oh Jesus! How do we go oh, from the family? Awards exit. Uh, <laughs> DC is the man I started with when I started Blurred's Eye View. So he's always my brother. We went to media school together. <coughs> Excuse me. We bounce mm-hmm. ideas off each other, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, he's. I, I just oh. know. He's not as, as chaotic as it seems. I, I just, I'm like, he's going to show up. Organized chaos. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I figures it out. Uh, when you buy a house, but mm. you don't change the locks. <laughs> That's <laughs> what uh, So, Ky Kwan, who we know best as Data and Short Round from Indiana mm-hmm. Jones and the Goonies. This is one of those stories where you can't help but be happy. People like him, Brendan Fraser... You're just mm-hmm. like amazing. And he just won Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once as well. Uh Tyler James Williams, best supporting actor for uh, in the television series for Abbott Elementary, mm-hmm. Andrew Bassett. Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus, you know, mm-hmm. uh best supporting actress. Zendaya for uh um Euphoria, best television series. Quinta Brunson again. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. 
black girl magic. Uh, best television actress. It's just there. I love it. And mm-hmm. there was so many other ones, but and it was and and Eddie Murphy received the Cecil B. DeMille Award and gave some of the best advice. Man, <laughs> I plan to follow it. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I'm like. All three of those points, he mm-hmm. wasn't wrong. I gotta go back. I, and, I gotta go back and watch. I had that man. That man time. picked his. That man picked his shot, and I respect him as the comedian, as the fearless comedian that he is. Okay. I respect him for taking that shot. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I couldn't. You couldn't do nothing. And something weird was going on where everyone was looking at Brad Brad Pitt. I don't know what that was all about, but everybody that got up there. Hey Brad Pitt, you know, and uh Regina Hall not, with her lovely self, but she's silly as well. She I just I had to stop thing. myself. I had to stop myself when Brad Pitt stood up to give uh Keon his flowers. And uh somebody said next to me, uh, is it bad that Brad Pitt probably thinks that's one of his older kids that he had shot years ago? <laughs> I had to get up and walk out the road. Well, I was like, I didn't but you repeated me. it here tonight. You know you huh? wrong. <laughs> you know you, you and your friends. Look, <laughs> you and the friends. Look, it, it, it's it's like it's like somebody falling. I'm going to laugh, but I will check on you. <laughs> you so said true. you go. You may not do it right then. I may not. I might not check on you immediately. I will laugh <laughs> first, but then I'll ask if you okay. That is a mess. Uh, well, I think we're all guilty of that. I've seen plenty of <laughs> videos where somebody like slips down the stairs. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay, because that looked funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, all right, is he breathing still? Okay, it's real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can see straight, right? You, you still, you, what day is it? <laughs> Little kids riding a bike and they run into a pole. I'm like, he's okay. He's not out. He's not. Listen, there's a whole Instagram channel. Called kids getting hurt. Yes, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually follow that channel. I actually follow that channel. I did too. I follow that channel and and feel like people didn't. Yeah, that, that, you, that, that if you're that ever channel. feeling bad, my you guy. Well, you so I, I'm a teacher, so I would love. Oh, you've got the line. <laughs> no, you need to start posting. Oh, no, you need to start posting. Oh, That's what you need seat. to do. More. <laughs> so you got it. You got it bad because you can't laugh immediately. <laughs> you got to check it first. all the time. It's like. <laughs> you go, that's that that's that water cooler talk you know you're like you okay you okay lord and my lord as soon as that door that's... closed and we back in it's just the teachers like yo did you see <laughs> <laughs> that. it's it's bad it's oh, bad. horrible but it's a good thing uh mm-hmm. i told you i'm the villain I, oh man you don't think they you don't think lex gets tickled by some of the stuff that happens he was like, oh, for once, I wasn't involved, and this is hilarious. So, <laughs> straight like that. That's exactly his move. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, but uh, I did see a video earlier where uh, there it's like inside the actor studio type of thing. It's a round table where they have several actors. Brendan Fraser and Kiwan Kwan was there together, mm-hmm. along with some other actors, and they worked on Encino Man together. Mm-hmm. And he said, Brendan, they weren't, they were, they had met up. They hadn't seen each other in years and they gave each other a hug. And Brendan looked at him and said, we're still here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that's intense. Yeah. That's 
sense considering the fact of the path that Brendan Fraser is going on, and he's he's onto a great resurgence right now. Mm-hmm. He is on the same path, and it's like we never really forgot about you two. No, no, we we never did. We were, we we, were lo- we've been looking for y'all. Nobody will tell us where you, they they hid you away in the back room. But yeah, the, but the opportunities <laughs> they're getting now, though, like I said, just well deserved on both counts. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Key absolutely. gave this when Key gave his speech, his winning speech, and he sees Steven Spielberg, and yeah. Steven Spielberg stands up like he was mm-hmm. the first one to stand up and give him an ovation. Like it mm-hmm. was just like this was the guy that got me in, mm-hmm. and he's still rooting for me. You know, yeah. that's a good feeling. You know, yeah. especially when you hear the horror stories in Hollywood and and what child actors or young mm-hmm. actors have to go through or been through and. They get blackballed, never see him again, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. To see just these two actors come out of that on the other side and realize, like, I've seen videos where Brendan Fraser is talking to fans, and they were like, we've always loved you. Mm-hmm. We've missed you. Yeah. You know, and it's brought him to tears. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, this feels good. Even the movie The Whale that he's done, nothing but praise. Yep. Nothing but praise. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm very proud of mm-hmm. them coming out that darkness and coming out the other side, and getting these roles. Have have you, did you see the news that um, apparently Kevin Feige approached Key to um, yeah. yeah to personally jo- personally, personally yeah. asked him personally. to join the MCU. Oh, personally came up to him and asked. Yeah. Ooh. I want him to play a villain. I do not want him to play a good guy. Okay. I got a few people. I got a few names he could mm. probably do. Yeah. Mm. He yeah. that would that would be phenomenal. That would be one yeah. way to, to a certain a certain Shang Chi enemy actually that comes to mind he could do. He could. A very a very famous one, but I I'm gonna hold that to myself along with my lottery job and pick. So I'm good. We, we might do another fan cast. Uh, <laughs> we need to do one at least like once a month, I feel like or something. Yeah, like everybody's that. loving the fan cast. So I think I'm gonna <laughs> do a switch up on some stuff and 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 do the fan cast. Uh we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with and talk to our guest, Josh Evans, about his new project, Talk Story to Me. Uh you mm-hmm. guys stay tuned and be ready. And here we go. Running low on energy, long days and even longer nights, tired of all the other energy drinks and bars promise you a lot and never delivering, need to make it through work, but want a product that can keep up with your busy lifestyle, want no longer, try Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls, the balls that are so smooth and with a load of nutrients and vitamins to really get you up and bouncing off the walls, made with all natural ingredients and healthy junk to satisfy even the pickiest eater. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls are sold everywhere where you buy your junk. And now, for those who want that extra kick in the butt, comes Chef's Heavy Duty Chocolate Salty Balls with 120% more caffeine than the leading brand. Disclaimer, this product has not been approved by the FDA or World Health Association. Warning, this product is not intended for consumption by children, elderly people, or women who are pregnant, or may become pregnant. You might even get pregnant. Would you believe that commercial's three years old now? <laughs> I can officially call it a three-year-old commercial. That's crazy. Uh, <sighs> shout out to DC who wrote that script. I did the read. <laughs> you cannot put us in the same room. <laughs> no. No. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, Hi. my God. So we are with our special guest, Josh Evans, and he's going Hello. to talk to us about his new project, Talk Story to Me. Uh, tell us, everybody, tell everybody about yourself, your new project, how you got on this path. Ooh, how I got on this path. Uh, I got on this path uh, from being broke, actually. <laughs> That's generally how it starts. Yeah. Great American story. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What's more American than being black and broke? Um, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but yeah, you know, like you, you, we come up, we watch these these superhero shows, Batman and his series, Static Shock, all this stuff. And it's like, oh, I want to do this. And so when I was a kid, you know, I go to the library, thousands of books. I'm like, oh, Clearly, very easy to become a successful writer. Look at all these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, young, well, oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> and then become an adult. It's like, what is this? I got to pay taxes. I got to cover my car. No. And like the industry is actively against me. What is this nonsense? So uh, lots of years, like writing stuff, trying different things here and there. Um, you know, team ups are popular now, I feel like. And especially after Issa Rae did that interview and she's like, if you want to make it, partner up with people on your level. But 15 years, so years ago, team-ups were not common or popular. Everyone was like scratching for the spot for the most part. Um, and so it was hard to work with people. And pretty much like three years ago, um, that's crazy. It's been three years, three years ago, um, you know, you, you try different things and I love voice acting, wanted to do voice acting. So I just started like, oh, I'm just going to try like a joker. I'm going to try these things. And uh, this dude named Damon Allums, um, he's the head of a uh, black uh, nerd group on Facebook, Comic Nerds of Color. He saw what I was doing and he actually is a voice actor and he had been doing some stuff. So he reached out and he's like, hey, man, let me pull you into like this group, this core group that I'm in. Of voice actors and then the pandemic hit <laughs> um so i was like okay cool so then we're all at home you know they're auditioning and stuff and we're doing all that but i'm with them i'm like everyone here is like very good why are we not like making our own things and um it's not i don't think it's bragging but essentially i'm the writer in the group so i was like i got a whole cast here and so this is where it comes to like broke it's like okay i don't have an animation budget but I can splurge on a mic. I have a computer. Y'all got all the equipment. Y'all recorded stuff, send it to me. I can put it together. Um, and so we did that um, pretty much through the pandemic. We did a Jedi, uh, a Star Wars series. We did a children's show that was a musical. We just were making things. Like I was just writing things and figuring it out. Like, what is my style? How do I want this to be? How, how does the mixing work? You know, and, and, and adjusting to the... <laughs> <laughs> with the being broke adjusting to being the person who does everything because i feel like a lot of a lot of people outside of the creative world don't know the energetic toll that it takes like writing takes energy listening to music coming up with like it's all energy so like building that muscle um so we did we've done tons and tons of things um with the whole the whole core crew uh damon andrew atticus Kim and these are people who like actively work in voice. Like Atticus does McDonald's commercials in two languages. Like these are people who like Ooh. have actual voiceover careers. I've got to step my game up. Yeah, like <laughs> facts. I, gotta, <laughs> I learned me another language. French ain't getting. Me. <laughs> 
and so all of so 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 we're making things and then man i want to say it was 20 2021 i got frustrated with all of it. i'm like this is a lot of work this is hard obviously the pandemic was happening and so i stopped i didn't make anything for eight months like january to whatever eight months is because i'm not good at math maybe october didn't make anything for eight months and then and i was like you know what i'm out i'm gonna try and be practical that didn't work obviously and so i came back but when i came back into it i'm like okay i have a much clearer idea of what this is going to be what it's going to cost so we made a bunch of shows last year, different episodes, pushing into, you know, fantasy, God, science fiction. Um, obviously, there's the growing conversation in the community of, like, we want to see Black actors, particularly voice acting, play characters who are not, like, the Black character. Mm-hmm. But, like, can't you mm-hmm. just be, like, an orc or a warrior or something? Like, anybody. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that Joker is traditionally only played by white people doesn't make sense to me. Anybody can play Joker if you could do a scary voice. He, mm-hmm. The voice behind it doesn't have to be white. You know what Do I mean? Not dare me! Mm-hmm. I've done it already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, and same, and same with Batman. I mean, like, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Obviously, he's forever the Batman. But I've mm-hmm. heard people who are excellent Batman. Damon Allen's is actually one of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, so, so we make all these things. And so last year, I was like, okay, I got a handle on this. We did, I don't know, four or five different shows last year, uh, maybe like six. And so I was like, I want to open this up. And this was always kind of the dream, um, keeping the very long story short. But I was like, I want to open this up. And so I want to do an anthology. Um, I want to partner with people who want to play in this space, who people from our community would recognize. And so that's partly why we partner with um, London, whose history of the Batman. It's like the biggest Batman account on social media. We have Sabine, who I recently met at the Wakanda Forever um, premiere. And she doesn't have like a huge following, but she's just nice. <laughs> um, but she does, you know, she goes to stuff and she was excited. And when I reached, even when I reached out to her, cause she's Muslim, I was like, look, in the conversation about black and brown inclusion, usually Muslims are left out. That That's mm-hmm. not usually what we think. And so I was like, I, I know you, I met you in person already. So like, I would love for you to be a part of this. Um, my sister's in it. She uh, debuted a Wonder Soka, which is a cosplay, which is like Wonder Woman and Soka like put together. And she nice, oh, yeah. Um, and Demetrius, obviously, yes. hell's fun with his, mm-hmm. with his the blurred and powerful thing. He was actually the first person I reached out to. I was like, "Yo, we're on the same trajectory here, uh, except I've got some entertainment stuff already happening. So like, let's let's partner." He's like, "Yes, I'm with it." Um, and so yeah, so that's 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 where we're at. And I was like, "Okay, I'll do." This series, the show called Triumphant, a nine episode superhero anthology that is not the typical uh, mainstream fanfare. It's like we're really playing with what's what the superhero genre can be. So like even like the third episode is a horror. Um, the, the challenge mm-hmm. I got from one of my friends was like, can you do like a Teen Titans Jason mix? I was like, oh yeah, sounds interesting. Um, on a couple of episodes, there are sentient planets, um, and so like, what do you do when the planet wants to eat the kids? You know, so it's it's things like that. Like we're really like, let's play with the all the nuances of superheroes. And so yes, I have my core cast of actors I work with. Yes, um, I have the people I'm I'm partnering with. Chris is one of them. 
Um, but I'm like, also like, I, I feel like the, the model that we're in now is like, there's room for everyone. And so I, I tell everyone, it's like, there's no budget. We're not, we're not there yet. There's no budget. But if you want to play, if you want to be a voice actor in a professional sounding production alongside professional voice actors or just faces that you recognize, like, why not? Like, mm -hmm. come, come play. There are characters. They're short, so it's like six to eight minutes. So I tell people, or it's on the casting information. It's like, it, you'll, it'll be between like 15 to 55 seconds of dialogue mm -hmm. just because the episodes are so short. But like, you know, you'll be credited in the credits and you can actually like play and practice and see, do you want this? Do you want to be a part of this? Um, and I feel like I've been talking too much. So the second no, part- No, no, this is your show This is This is good. This is the whole reason. Go spotlight, man, go for it. Thank you, thank you. That means you have, you have the people's attention. Facts. <laughs> All right, well, to the people. The other half of that is composing. Because I was like, okay, um, Obviously, I've I've done all facets of it, and I don't mind. Like it's whatever. Well, it's not whatever. It's interesting. It's great. And it's necessary. But I'm like, there are people I'm sure who are like, I do care about audio theater. I don't have any interest in acting. But that tragic death scene, I hear some notes, hmm. and I want to I want to do that because one of the things that also has been in my head for years. I'm like. I have nothing against like the legendary composers, but I'm like, it is impossible. It's impossible that there are no black and brown composers at the caliber of the movies that we hold dear. I was like, that's mm. that's impossible. It's impossible. And you know uh, what? The only one who's coming close but still hasn't gotten over the hurdle is Riza. Oh mm -hmm. my god. Oh, yeah. He's the only one. Like he's worked with John Williams, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He never really got in the score to himself. Yeah. Right. And they're not they're not trusted in, in projects. And so, you know, younger, I was like, when I make it, the first thing I'll do is go to the composing schools and be like, what they doing? Because mm -hmm. you know, it's only gonna be about two black and brown kids in the composing <laughs> schools, anyways. What what's happening with them? Like, what's what are their skill level? But not wanting to wait that long, I was like, Well, I can open it up and anyone who's interested in scoring, even if it's a 30-second scene, just to go through the the rigors of making a thing and having being a part of a production that people will listen to that's on a platform. You now have a piece that you can uh, include in your portfolios. Like, hey, I've actually worked, I've made things. This is what my work sounds like with sound effects and professional acting on top of it. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I can, obviously, again, like I said, I can score the whole thing, but like at this point, I don't get anything out of that. But if there are people, like one of my, one of the actors I work with one day, this is what really sealed it for me. He messaged me for, we did a Christmas show called Deference, um, which is a sci-fi uh, show about a, uh, a gunslinger, basically a bounty hunter gunslinger, whose um, his stepfather's family gets hit with like this biotech bomb that like poisons the ground and it's about to poison everything. So he has to go to another planet and get their technologically advanced being to bring it back to heal the lands. So, like that's the whole source mm -hmm. of, the conflict and as soon as he finds out that his family's dead or his stepfather's family's dead he's like oh so i'm i'm going to murk everyone and then his mom's <laughs> like well, can't do that <laughs> you can't do that because we are all going to die so you got to go get the the child from gar nine from the other planet and so mm -hmm. one of the actors i work with he's like hey josh i don't want to like impede on what you're doing this is your this is your baby but for that scene where they're having this conversation I heard something. I was like, send it to me, man. 
And he sent it to me. And when I tell y'all I was taking notes, I'm like, how, how did you do that? I, okay, let me let me step my game up. Um, and so ultimately it wasn't in there because he didn't feel like the piece was complete. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, so you just need a little more, a little more working time and then you'll be in here. But I'm like, he's not the only one. It's like there have got to be others out there. So I don't know if people will will submit an audition. I'm hoping so. But I'm like, the the most I can do at this point is just provide the opportunity. And there's such a wide array. There's like horror stuff. If you want to do like a superhero theme, a villain theme, an anti-hero theme, just general like uh like a war theme, because there is a war episode. Um, like there's just options. So yeah, and that's 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 how we're here today. Nice. It looks like we're going to be doing a lot of work, uh, <laughs> and I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. Being an inspiring voice actor, so uh, it ain't just the entertainment thing I'm working at. Uh, yeah, hey, gotta well, have, well, gotta have, gotta have steps. So I'm glad that you touched on introducing black and brown people in the spaces that aren't normally considered normal, mm-hmm. and we're trying to break that glass ceiling. So I'm yeah. glad you mentioned something that mentioned that because one, that's what this platform's about. And two, it's something that's really taking precedent in mainstream media. We're seeing it. We've seen it in shows. Like, I'm like, you literally, and Will, you might have to get a tally mark for this one. We've seen it like in Lovecraft Country, mm. which is a perfect example because what was it 10 episodes each episode had a different form of genre in it Mm -hmm. and who were the leads black and brown people Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and 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 it was some of the best stuff matter of fact i can't remember what else was on television at that time (laughs) (laughs) i really can't because like the show would air sunday people was talking about it all week and Mm -hmm. they're just waiting for the next episode Mm -hmm. so it's not a factor of, well, we don't know if you have interesting stories. Like, oh no, we have interesting stories. Mm-hmm. You just aren't willing to listen to them. So why don't we do this? Why don't we kick that door open and tell our own mm-hmm. and make you like you can if you want. You don't necessarily have to, but there's other avenues because see now others like ourselves who are in these different uh, mm-hmm. spaces they're saying, hey you know what, I'm an executive over here at this television network, or I'm a, a, I'm a music composer over here, I'm a music teacher over here, and I, and I yeah. deal with, I know people that was in the, that's connected, and they're, they look like us, and they're mm-hmm. saying, hey, let's, let's, let's do this, let's give this kid a chance. Just like you said, you went to the composing school, you see these little black and, black and brown kids, and you're like, what are they doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to give them the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I I really appreciate when you say stuff like that because not everyone knows about the animation, the animators, the voice actors, um, the the music composers. Like I mentioned, RZA. It's just, the the bounds are endless because yeah. we mm-hmm. have we have such a massive amount of talent, and as we all know, the minute we get our hands on something. It becomes Run the, the ball. ball. Run becomes- the ball, baby. Run the ball. <laughs> yeah. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, uh, Kira, did you have anything? I, I mean, aside from I want to play, 
Um, <laughs> I really, I really, I, I, that, like, though you took the words like out of my mouth, I've been saying that for years. Um, <laughs> I, I was listening to a few of your stories when I could at work, I couldn't finish them. Um, and I put this on my IG story. I am a story whore. Um, <laughs> I will do anything for a story. And that you got me, you got like, whatever whatever you put out i am checking for now on a regular basis thank you okay <laughs> like i it's, i do not say that lightly i will tell you as many like multi <clears throat> avatar movies that i really have <laughs> shit on that don't have a story that's because I, I unloaded like a couple of weeks ago so <laughs> um thank but, you yeah no we need we i need i need you but everybody needs you okay <laughs> I, <appreciate that. laughs> I, I appreciate it. can i have one thing to that yeah, please yeah. Uh, so yeah, in in line with what you're like saying, like kick the door down, right? Um, obviously, Octavia Butler, Octavia Butler is having her time now with like Kindred, and I think mm-hmm. Fledgling's in development. There's a lot of stuff happening, but what sticks out to me about her is that you know in the '80s, all mm-hmm. the stuff that she was writing about is pretty much stuff that's happening now, and like a little bit beyond. And so that really pushed me from the writer creator standpoint. I'm like, it's easy to, and let me, I want to be very like (laughs) careful. So number one, I never fault any black or brown person for getting their money. You got to do what you got to do. So I never fault anyone Mm -hmm. for that. But I'm like, what do the stories look like when the primary opposition is not based on race? Mm. What? What other struggles, what story, what can we do there? Where it's not like, oh, and then we learned that black people were harmless. Like, what if it's not like, oh, and you know, the, the, the bandana's going down the street, but it's a white person on the side, or we taught this white man how to rap. Like, what if, what if it's not <laughs> racial? What if that's not the core problem? Then what can we look at? And to me, those are the chances to really like dig into the heart of all of it all, which is really power, Mm -hmm. really power, greed and racism, all that. It's really power. So now we can tell real stories. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how people who have power and how they use it to affect other people. And then, boom, we can do that in a fantasy setting, a doctor setting, a science fiction setting. So my (laughs) my commitment is is to do that. and without giving too much away, if people listen to the past episodes and even with the stuff that's coming, you will they will hear references to these different pulses. Like, oh, this happened after the fourth pulse. Oh, this happened after the, after the fifth pulse. Mm-hmm. And it's because all this stuff is baby steps to a major thing that is being built over time. Um, so every every single episode is strategic every at this point every single show we put out is a brick in the in a particular very focused concentrated direction because i'm like there will always be people who tell the 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 race-based stories and you know slavery and Mm -hmm. the trauma porn yeah Uh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. even trying to disguise the slave story as like a victory story but Mm -hmm. we're still a slave like what you want man listen 
So, but I was like, I want to I push beyond that and I want to do it in a way that's not arguing. I don't want to argue with people. I don't want to say, hey, we should, nope. I just want to give you, hey, I, I, like, I want to give people, I want the reaction that you had. I want people mm -hmm. to get it and be like, oh, I was thirsty for this. Yes. I thought it was that and I thought it was that, but it was this mm -hmm. that I was thirsty for. Because I feel like until something new is introduced, no one has a reason to even to even try. Um, and again, wanting to give give specifically black and brown people um, and just groups who don't get opportunities. I want them to to have a space to come and play and really like get to be seven again. When you see like He-Man or whatever and the monsters and it's like, oh, or Gundam or whatever. And it's just like, oh, what a cool world. I want people to step into the stuff that I do and be like, what a cool world. Um, Josh, are, do you, have you tried any um, Ancestry.com or 23andMe's? Because we related. Like, I'm not even... <laughs> there's no way that we on the same wavelength this much. Okay? Like, like you in my head. I see your thoughts. You see mine. It's, it's a thing. It's got to be genetic. It can't be. It can't um, be I'll, I'll ask Grant. We're supposed to have a family reunion this year. So if I see you, then... <laughs> Listen, oh, I, God, that makes sense now. Them branches, them branches intersect somewhere around them Jenkins. <laughs> it always comes back to the Jenkins. I don't know. always, always them Jenkins. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah. I don't know. I was going to say will be, but both of you got the hell. So we'll start Black Fox. We'll go there. I really got to change my name to something else. I had to figure that out. Uh, otherwise, we, otherwise we may. Otherwise, me and will be may have to actually duel with Kira with Kira refereeing. But um, no, um, ooh, <laughs> use knives. No, seriously. Uh, no, Josh. As a person that you know, I. I love what you're doing as far as your concept goes, because usually most of the stuff that I that I see people do in that case, like you said, for me, it's a big thing because uh, I'm with you and what Demetrius and everybody else is all about representation. You know, it's it's yeah. it's it's nice to see somebody else to kind of join the parade here because we're all saying the same thing. You know, when it comes to. Uh, uh, writing, creation, um, production, composing. You mentioned composing, and I was like, I thought about that. I said, dang, I don't know. He's right. I can't think of any. I can think of some composers in the opera side, but sure, yeah, that's counting on three. That's counting on three fingers versus yeah. everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. And so that's why I was. So I was gonna say, you know, you kind of had that same thing. It's like we brought back seven years old. I'm like, yeah, we always wanted to be uh, He Man or Mr. T or uh, uh, Voltron, anything like Voltron, anything. Oh, yeah. And and the beauty part about this, and this is why I can't stop bragging about. I love. And you know, rice cake warriors get mad at me if you want to, but there is one thing that we have that I love seeing in everybody else is the fact that you can take something that is imagination and make a reality. That mm. we have this ability to where you know, like Chris, for instance. I mean, the man, the man literally sounds like an evil villain. All he is missing is the black <laughs> chair and the black jacket and the and the fat white cat. That's really all he's missing at this point. Um, I got my I got my pirate king jacket. I just don't have a white cat. <laughs> oh well, you, you can't be Luffy, but you can't be Whitebeard. Yeah, Ooh, no, <laughs> you can be. You know, let me shut up. That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> I had to think about it. So you couldn't be Luffy, you can't be Whitebeard, but you you could actually. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. I, as you can tell, I get really distracted. <laughs> oh, I'm, with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I get really distracted on tangents. I apologize, but no. Um, I just it's just 
you know, seeing where you came up with this, because that was really going to be my question. Like, I know a lot of people love to actually tell these type of stories, but the fact that you just don't stick with, you don't stick with boundaries, which I like. The fact mm-hmm. that you go with different things, like, like you talked about, you talked about how some, how certain groups, people out there look at us and all they can think of, they just put us in these boxes. Um, you know, your, your slaves, your, your uh, athletes, your R&B singers, your gangsters, you're this, you're that. But it's never been. What if you're? What if you're a brilliant scientist that's misunderstood? What if you're? What if you are an astrophysicist that just might have messed with time a little bit? What if you're? Yeah. You know. What if you've created? What if you create the? Uh, what if you create a certain chemical that that actually creates immortality? Those types of storylines right there, um, yeah. where a single idea takes on a life of its own. That life creates a universe. That universe brings in people. It's it's rare to hear that, if that makes sense. And I love hearing that kind of stuff because that just means that somebody had it in their mind to come up with. But that's the reason why I want to give you props because I just like seeing that because you know it always has to start with somebody going, somebody just being, you know, using their imagination going, well, shit, why can't we do that? Basically, yeah. In, yeah. in, other, in other words, a dream <laughs> with action can be made in reality. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. if nothing is done with that said dream, it's just only a wish. There you go. But and damn it, I just do my own villainous. Already. Just come around with the fat, just come around with the fat cat and just be like, <laughs> just, so just, I, I got you know what? I got I got baby Grogu back here. Maybe you I can what? use I'm him. Going to pet, I'm, Chris, I'm going to Petco on your behalf, and I'm finding like the, Don't you dare. Like the whitest white cat Don't that I can dare. get sent to you. I will if you can find one of those white Furbies, ooh, that would be perfect. But it, it's gotta be that. It, it can't be that. It can't be that Siamese cat, the hairless one. That no, no. he's gotta have the one that just. He's gotta have the one that looks menacing but fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> sit him. Sit him. Just sit him up. Start the next show. I'm just turn around. You, you just gotta give him a name. You just gotta give him a name. You just give him a name that nobody expects. Right. Cleophis. Cleophis. <laughs> no. There it is. Jenkins. It always comes oh, back oh. to the Jenkins. Carnivorous <laughs> Jenkins. There we go. Come, Canib- come flow Canib- Jenkins. Jenkins. Carnivorous. Carnivorous. Oh, Why is he Because he's a cannibal. Oh, cinematic assassin. What you got? Um, <laughs> unlike here, I might not want to play in front of the mic. However. Audio engineer by like original trade. If you need some help, uh, just offloading some of that work as far as like mastering, so on and so forth. I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't put. This is the sign of my villainy. Damn it! I know how to put (laughs) stuff together, and and it just falls in place. And I'm just like a plan. It just (laughs) takes a plan. Follow the plan. You are, you sir, are the master of chaos. I'm telling you, run with it, with cadaverous. I mean, hey, bro, I I will say I I'm the person. I tell people don't say that because I am the person to follow up and be like, hey, man, do you want to mix like all of this? Because <laughs> I don't want to think about Listen, that. listen, short short aside about me, like I'm definitely that dude that has been in the music studio. It's like, nah, that beat. Is like a micro eighth off, and I will sit there for eight hours. Everybody's listening. I was like, 
no, now it's perfect. Okay, now we can move on. Yes. <laughs> like, I am that guy. Okay, Ooh. that's good. I see. So, and that that's something I don't get to talk about with a lot of people because it's like I tell my mom, it's like hundreds of hours. She's like, why? It's like because I'm listening to the mm -hmm. same part over and over, and it's like I said, it's off just by like a month, and I can't explain it. I just know that I gotta keep zooming in, zooming in, move it, cut. Right oh, there mm -hmm. it is. Because when then, it happens, yeah, you feel like, it. You know. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. <laughs> welcome. It's, welcome it's, on board. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I swear to God, it's literally how I do reads when I do when I line up stuff for the show. It's just, mm, I need this to lead into here because if I put this yeah. first, it might turn into something else. I need that mm -hmm. to go last. Yeah, but that's so, that's the that's the thing though is like. The one thing that's always misunderstood is music placement in either movies or television. And yeah. you hit the nail on the head. Like it, like you and Will both hit the nail on the head. It's like if it's a second off or a second early, it doesn't get that intended emotional effect. I mean, you we all could name multiple movies and scenes where if it wasn't for a certain piece of music, it doesn't hit as hard. So, no, I mean, you guys are exactly right. I mean, it's okay to obsess over that because that can really make or break uh really anything. Yeah. Jack of Spades was right. Every hero needs his own theme music. Mm -hmm. Peter Griffin hit the nose on the head <laughs> or hit the nail on the head. Walk around with your do -do 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 -do. You got, it just works. Mm -hmm. it, take take your favorite scene and switch out the music. Oof. Game now. I couldn't. <laughs> it's no. either going it's either going to sound it's going to make it sound horrible or you're going to crack up laughing. Yeah, no, nah, because it would it wouldn't work in the Avengers. Could you imagine if the Avengers was placed with Benny Hill music? Oh my God, shut up! Why was Wait, why why just it <laughs> Why was it immediately Benny Hill? Because think about it. The only music when you think the Avengers, it has to be something uplifting, engaging. It has to give you that fight. You know why? I'm a, what Avengers music is is what Little John music is in Atlanta. If it does not hype <laughs> you up, you will wow. not move. Wow. It doesn't. Well, if it, if it, it doesn't, right. it's not right. Like, it won't that make you move. Scene, that final scene, <laughs> if it wasn't as dramatic as it was, it wouldn't have had the same notes. Right. It just wouldn't. Like when he pulls that, when that, when everything looked like it was going straight to shit, and, and the cutoff, and, and the cut, and then that hammer comes to cap. Nobody mm -hmm. was expecting that. No, that's true. I, but I the, mean, the, the 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 score right. sold it. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, yeah, we happy Cap got that hammer, but that score it led gives you that in. emotional especially, note, especially when the portals came in and it's that one cutoff moment, and you know the radio static, and then you just had that periodic moment of silence, and That's, I love that, those. That I slow what the, bleeding from the from the violin yes, coming in, yes. yeah, dude, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, also the other, you know, honorable mention, like you know. Uh, Return of the Sith. You couldn't have unless you had that operatic music kicking in. It doesn't Absolutely have that same true. effect. Yeah. Especially Absolutely. when, it, if you notice, like the music kind of went low, and you can hear that little dramatic violin, and of course goes with the actors. You know, the whole time you are my brother, Anakin. Violins <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah. It just it doesn't have that same. I mean, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like you, like what you, Josh, and what you will were saying. It's like imagine if that wasn't. There would it have the same intended effect? Just like Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country heavily used music in a lot of their scenes. Um, mm -hmm. And again, without them or without their timing and without the breaks, it just doesn't have the same hits. Yeah, hmm. these are facts. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and I definitely think like it's, it's to the question of how did I get here? Mm-hmm. You know, everything you make isn't great. <laughs> and I'll be the first one to say that, uh, you know, some stuff <laughs> questionable. Not everything gets aired. Um, <laughs> but that's one of the things that I learned almost mm-hmm. like like a, a, in a comic book, like a writer learning to write with an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I was the one doing the music, it changed the way I wrote. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't need to say all this because music's going to be here talking to the audience for me. Mm-hmm. Now I need less dialogue, which means this dialogue can now be punched up. And then we're going to have the music talking and then we can go to the next scene. Uh, mm-hmm. so absolutely. I completely am with that. But yeah, but Chris is a voice actor. Kira actually doing it. I just, I just want to, I just, I can see Kira just in a, like an oh, evil, alluring Catwoman kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I just I get I, mean, I get when you I, say that because I've I can been very po- doing that. I I've been very doing. polite. I've been very polite. <laughs> I y'all have not y'all doing. have not heard any of the things that I have done. Believe me when I tell you. <laughs> okay, yeah, just, that woman, just, that woman, I could do is. is we're just going to put under Kira. Uh, various roles will need to listen to voice first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, because and see, like I've heard Kira do a couple voices, and it just works mm-hmm. over well. You know, mm-hmm. so when it's funny when you mention when you mention Catwoman, will I remember when Harley Quinn was kicking off, and they announced. Oh, so Nyan Lathan's gonna be Catwoman. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I can hear I can hear sultry. I, I you know, and yeah. what do we get? Sultry, sultry. and unbothered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laying, on, I was, laying on a couch dripped in diamonds and and not and just grooming herself. Like that's all I, I picture whenever I'm being yeah. putty in her hand. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not yeah. mad because I mean I wouldn't have been as much as a simp as he was, but still. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> well, it's true because it's like the way she was coming you, you, at him, like you say that, Chris. You yeah. say that now. I say that now, but <laughs> you say it now. <laughs> kill kill this but, darling. <laughs> hey, that after that. Yeah, it worked, but but I get but it, it worked. It really did. It yeah. worked over well. It's like you just can't get anybody to do mm-hmm. any kind of voice because it's a certain level. It's something. It's something that they're looking for out of that character. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you ha- like hearing that voice and you're just like, yeah, Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. You know, uh, has there other been, been other ones? Yes, they're just as good, but. Kevin Conroy was doing it for over 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. So we had gotten used to hearing that gruff mm-hmm. in that that in your face and I don't care what's happening. And you know, that hear, yeah. hearing mm-hmm. that whole thing, and you're just like, this works. This yep. absolutely works. You know, so now it looks like Jensen Ackles is taking a role. You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah. already he's gonna be doing he's this is be a third round yep. of doing Batman. So mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Sometimes, what was the, uh, I can't remember which animated series it was, but they had a different actor doing Joker's voice and he sound nothing like what we were expecting from Mark Hamill. Mm. Batman the Brave and the Bold. Was it that one? Yep. It was, okay. It was, you know, it was Brave and the Bold. Yeah, it was. It was Brave and the Bold. Yeah, because nobody talks about that one. Yeah, it, like, it was. <laughs> Not for the right reasons. Yeah, right. <laughs> But you know, hearing that, even even hearing that, even in under the red hood, even under the red hood, the yeah. joke we had mm-hmm. there, 
hard. Just yeah. we're just like, man, I'm not. It's a little, it's a little itchy. It's itchy. there, but it's there, at but the same not time, you know. Yeah. And I and it was just like, okay, well, maybe it's because the tone of the film sure. just works different. But so. there's also another caveat to that too, because that's a, another thing I want to ask Josh about. Because yeah, I dabble in story writing a little bit. I don't really consider myself, you know, polished. Uh, so I wanted to ask you as far as when you're writing and your creative process, do you like some people kind of take storytelling in the same way a comedian tells jokes? Like some of them kind of have a slow buildup. Some of them have layers. Some mm -hmm. of them speak from a perspective. Some of them speak from a grand linear timeline kind of telling. So um, do you find yourself as far as a variable type when you're writing stories or do you you sit on an idea you let it marinate and then or do you just free write where you just immediately think you know when you have an idea you put pen to paper and anything that comes to mind you just go with yeah yeah um <laughs> i'll say a little bit of all the above but definitely was a journey so in the mm -hmm. in the beginning um, I, Star Wars kid. I watched the original trilogy when I was seven, so that completely mm -hmm. informed mm -hmm. my storytelling sensibilities. Because um, even at seven, I was like, "Oh, like," so I didn't know that this is not what every seven-year-old was thinking. And I'm like, "Oh, you can tell these kinds of stories with this complicated family dynamic. You got this like religious side. You got like mm -hmm. space. Like you can do this in store. What?" <laughs> um, and so as an adult. Everything that I was writing, I was trying to do that. Okay. I, was trying, I, was trying, I was trying to make it like a, a blockbuster epic. So there was not much variable because I was always trying to hit like the epic note, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but that would also be mixed with like kind of like the the whimsical writing. It's like, oh, I just got just writing off the inspiration because I'm a genius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Until> that, <laughs> then you know, you make stuff, and this is this is another reason why I want people to audition because even in like the in the article i'm like even if you don't have good equipment don't let that stop you i want you to audition let me decide if it's mm -hmm. useful or not um because mm -hmm. truth be told i had someone audition but i had someone in the show before who had poor equipment mm -hmm. it was a little fuzzy and so i just put the scene in the rain and mm -hmm. then you can't tell mm -hmm. ah. right so i'm like let me let me be the judge of that i want everyone to be a part because what i learned um, through doing it and hearing it and it's like ah, I missed and when you get to that point of like I missed for me anyways it forced me to think about okay well well what was I aiming for because mm -hmm. I told myself I was aiming for this but clearly something in me was aiming for another mark gotcha. um, and so so then over time it you know it became variable and so it got to the point where it's like okay I have the idea and then I'm super analytical and so I <laughs> I overanalyze every idea now so is mm -hmm. this is this a full story? Is this a piece of a story? Is this mm -hmm. more of a backstory? Is this a callback? Is this a flashback? Like I try to figure out what is this again with like music? What does this feel like? Um, and then once I get to that point and I'm writing the stories at this point now, I try to like I'll I do the draft version like I, it's the you know it's the free write like okay this is get it all out. Mm -hmm. And then I go through and start picking it apart, but I'm picking it apart, trying to figure out how does this story want to be told? Like, what kind of story is it? Even with the anthology, there was one story. It's the one that London's in history of the Batman. I was writing it. I did like four or five different drafts. I'm like, this is mm -hmm. just not, 
it's not it. And I was at work one day and I'm thinking about it. And I was like, oh, it's a war story. And mm -hmm. like, I had a lot of dialogue and a lot of other stuff, but like, it's a war story. So it's constant mm -hmm. pulse pounding. There's stuff happening in the background. Everyone's in a frantic state. And once I turned that corner, I was like, oh, then it was easier to write. Gotcha. Um, so okay. that that's kind of how, how it is now where I'm trying to like write like, okay, what is it? What piece of the story is it? Is it a full story? Is it a character? Um, and sometimes it's like, I have no idea. So I just put it in my notes and maybe I'll reach back to it later. Gotcha. Um, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes complete sense. I, I, can, I can understand when you say that because it's always that moment when you're not in it yeah. that you finally get it. You know, mm -hmm. you can be engulfed in that in that in that project and just like, okay, this is not fitting this piece. I don't I'm not sure why. And it's like by design it should. And it's not until you say, Let me step away for a second. Mm -hmm. uh, let me go yeah. do this nine to five or something. And it's, yeah. it's in that moment where you're just you're away from the project or whatever it is, and it hits you. You're just like it was that simple. And right. you <laughs> it was that yeah. simple. Yeah. Inspiration oh, yeah. hits. Inspiration hits always hits at the weirdest times. So I will say, I, I agree with you on that. You could be, you could be practically anywhere, and it'll be just like, oh, that was it. <laughs> All time. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm a quote yeah. Charlie Murphy. I'm a quote Charlie Murphy from one of his, uh, one of his comedy albums, and he says, oh, you know, men go to the bathroom, and that's our time for reflection. You know, <laughs> think about the events of the day, and and I had to think about it. I'm like, that's not wrong. Nothing wrong with thinking at the office. It's like you, porcelain just does something, it just it brings it out of you. Just something about just something about uh porcelain and Charmin that just brings it all together. Oh my God. <laughs> Bring it back here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was about to say, well, wait a minute, the shower is a pretty good idea, too. Yeah, but, it, and it, it, goes, it happens, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in those moments, it's in those moments that you realize, wow, whether you're a cosplayer, whether you're a voice actor, a writer, or some whatever it is you're doing, and it's giving you that block. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta walk that's away. When, yeah, that's mm -hmm. when you have to walk away. You'd be like, okay, I, I might, you might need a day. You know, I know a couple com comic writers. They were like, there's times where we're writing a story mm -hmm. and something's not clicking. Something's just not happening. But then I, I step away for maybe a couple of days, maybe a week, you know, mm -hmm. and then it, it hits me. And you're like, okay, this is how I need this to be. There's a reason, like, what I wanted it to be may not turn. Just like you said, you, you were taking the story one way and it just kept hitting that wall, hitting that wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's not it. It's it's a war story. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's definitely one of the things I learned over the last couple of years is like it's another level of taking the ego out of the work because ego mm -hmm. says this is going to be what I told it to be. And it's like, well, no, I want it to be man, good. Man, man plans, God laughs. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I got to take the ego out and be like, OK, I may have put this in motion, but now mm -hmm. you got to tell me what what are you? How do you need to? I can I can shape it. I got the skills to do that. But like what? What are you? you really got to develop that mm -hmm. that ear to to listen um, mm -hmm. for. So yeah, nah, it's it's. How, it's how long did it? Yeah. You said you've been doing it since 2020, right? Since the the purge. Yeah, the, the audio theater stuff specifically. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so it, you you've obviously had a passion for the fiction part of it. Like, what other projects do you have coming up, lined up, or passion projects? I should say, because I know there's always there's always a passion project that you just like. I am going to tackle you in a way. <laughs> What's closest to being done? Yeah. That, 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 that's the better way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, triumphant is closest to being done, I would say. Like, there's only like a couple things that need to be written, but those episodes don't air until like April. So I gave myself a little like writing wiggle room. Yeah. Things I learned. Things I learned. Josh needs time. <laughs> Josh needs time. Um, uh, and even what you're saying about needing to walk away, that was another thing that I learned like energetically because before in the ego of it, it's like, no, like I'm smart, I'm capable, I'm a writer, like how come it's not coming? And then the stress and the anxiety and all the mental health stuff like right. flares mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. as opposed to now, like I can catch it. It's like, oh, I noticed I haven't gone back to that in a couple of days. And it's not because I don't think I can do it. And I recognize when I take a break before I knew to consciously take a break. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, triumphant is the closest to being done. Um, I have, I have a kid's show, uh, primary source tells it's like an audio harvesting bass to like, it's like Miss Frizzle and all that, but it's for kids in uh, car rides, parents concerned with screen time, but still want the kids to be engaged. Um, so it's, it's three dinosaurs, primary colored, and they have like a mystical guide and then they have like these adventures and basically it teaches kids how to be good people. <laughs> and then there's fun songs. Like there's a potty time rap. Um, so hey, we did, we, they, they need a potty time, right? They do. Not? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so we did three episodes last year, and um, so sometime over the next month, we're gonna do the fourth episode, so that's also upcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're also planning to go to Kids Con this year, which is like the big place mm -hmm. for kids, it's con for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that, um. The oh, the so the Star Wars project, which kicked all this off, you know, again, playing with black and brown characters. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, Mace Windu never actually died. We he did not. not. We never he saw a body. No, nope. nobody. Nobody. Nope. You're, not, you're not you're not the one of the baddest bad the baddest Jedi's out there, and you get down. you get went. you get the slip. Right. Yeah. You went out the window. Can't I'm like Sam Jackson out that easy. No, no. no. Um, Even Sam so, so. <laughs> so I put together like a whole lore and this was the first thing I called it Jedi Shadow for. So I was like, okay, thinking from, <laughs> thinking from the perspective of a black person, mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way Mason Windu was sitting on that council council and thinking like these white people got it as far as the galaxy. There's no way. I love this already. I love this already. I'm like, more than in my in my version of what happened, he's got he's got his boy back on his home planet. He's like, yo, we need to do our own Jedi Shadow Force mm -hmm. to kind of cover the outskirts of the galaxy that the Jedi, the central Jedi Order, is missing because they're so mired up in politics, they're not even paying attention to what's happening out there. Hmm. Um, in so other words, in other words, you know what? We need to do something because these these aren't. They tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. No. I, I put myself in the shoes. It's like, what would no. Sam Jackson really be thinking right now? Um, so Jedi Shadow Force is that's like the backdrop. And so it picks up with the grandson of his friend. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and like his crew. And so the grandson had his parents, like they disappeared. So he was looking for them, got ambushed. And so the first season is them finding him. But then mm-hmm. once they once they retrieve him, he reveals that he had been contacted by what I call a messenger, basically like an angel in the force, um, that Mace Windu is alive. And he wants them to come and help him escape. So basically, in my head, he has self-preserved himself all these years. And he just needs a little help coming all the way back. Um, So the first season is them finding the grandson of the friend, Shin Rook. And the second... So learning, learning. I never thought I would talk about this publicly. So last year, we did a season two. Mm -hmm. right? Did season two. And I kept listening back to it. And I was like, this ain't it. Fully produced music, voice acting, all of it. Released the episodes on YouTube. And I was like, this, this ain't it. Like, I don't know where I was, but I was mm-hmm. not where I needed to be. And so I told the crew, I was like, hey, uh, we're not famous. So pretty much only like three people have listened to this. So we're just going to delete all of that i swear to god i swear to god i i i i have my mandalore i have my mandalore podcast Mm -hmm. that is where i'm at right now i'm like i i don't hate it but this it ain't it (laughs) it ain't it oh i could do better i could do better and you you always know you always know and so sometimes something can be salvaged because i thought about that i was like okay i'll just i'll just use season three to correct the missteps of season two. But then I thought about what Disney's been doing with Star Wars. <laughs> that don't work. No. I'm, not, I, I'm not gonna lie though. That idea, <laughs> you should, if you ever get the chance to pitch it, you really should. I oh, mean, man, that, I would love to. That would be a dream. That would be a dream. I mean, <laughs> no, number one, just because we got screwed on Star Wars on 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 that, yeah. on the last yeah. trilogy. We got screwed. We got screwed trilogy. on that one. But yeah. That we got story, stories that should have been that should have been uh, yeah, rectified, and we your, never got them. Yeah, but just your idea and your take on Mace Windu and what happens after post Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, if I were you, I'm, which I'm pretty sure you have meticulously, from what I'm gathering from this, you have meticulously went over this. Probably still went over this. Yeah. Then went to McDonald's, came back, and then looked at this again. And then you're like, because to me, I'm just like, you should pitch that if you ever get the chance to pitch. It just, it just, it just hit me because the story you're telling. Yeah, yeah, it would fit. Shin Rook would be John Boyega because he doesn't know his name. Ding ding. It absolutely would be. Mm. (laughs) And and to what you're saying, it also plays upon the idea of black generational wealth because Shin Rook's story comes generations. After we're in a, mm-hmm. a post Return of the Jedi world, mm-hmm. which also means that it's not there are multiple groups basically. So the Jedi Shadow Force is a bunch of black and brown families and cousins and friends and stuff, mm-hmm. all out in the galaxy. Just take care just, of business. Just this is where this is where Lando goes when we don't see him for a while. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> right. Right, that's how he ended up with that that daughter out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm just like Lando, Lando, Lando found some other black forces to get lost hey. into. But yeah. hey. he's, he's, he's like, ain't too many of us out here. Where were you born? 
Right. That's a, I, that is I love story. that Billy D only has one note though, because even though that was supposed to be his daughter, he was still giving like smooth, oily Billy D. I was like, yeah, I yeah. 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 Turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think he's flirting with her, but it's hard to tell because it's Billy yeah. D. Yeah. Billy Billy D came out the womb flirting. Let's just be honest. So, hey, that's true. The He's like, I was just talking about eating yeah. an apple. What y'all getting all riled up for? <laughs> I, I just, I just wanted to, sh- I wanted to share this apple because just like many things in life, it has to be shared with someone you love. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, when we want that apple? I'm like, you, I just asked you, I just asked you, you want apples, right? Are you hungry? I'm just giving you, I'm just saying, we, I, I have I'm, enough. I'm just trying to tell you, share it with the one you love. Mother, I just asked for half an apple. <laughs> I'm hungry. I didn't ask for a life lesson. <laughs> right, right. I love it. Um, but yes, yes. So it's primary story sales, Jedi Shadow Force. Um, that's happening. That's so season two, the root, the, the new season two. Um, mm-hmm. is supposed to happen in May. That's upcoming. Um, which I just I just like doing it also. It also gives like again. Black and brown people chances to mm-hmm. be the pilot, the Jedi, the muscle Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 tech person. Uh, even again, uh, one of dudes Atticus. I'm like, I like, uh, I love D. Bradley Baker, and I like mm-hmm. the idea of what he can do, like vocally. The fact that he's the entire Bad Batch is insane to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. like how? Which I didn't even know. I had to yes. see him. I was like, wait, what? This yes. is not five different people. You just like counting like Rex. Just like, but I'm like again, it's impossible. It's impossible that there are not black and brown people that can do that. Um, and Atticus, I was like, all right, dude, I need you to be on your your D Bradley Baker. He's a Filipino dude. He's mm-hmm. like, I got it. And so I did. You know, it's, they're called like raised clones. So it's like it's cybernetic technology essentially. And he does these two in conversation with each other. And it's just off enough that it sounds like two different people. I'm like, oh, this is so good. But mm-hmm. when will we ever? And he's Filipino. I was like, dude, I don't want you to do your American accent. Like, you have mm-hmm. an act. You speak Tagalog. Like, use your accent. Because, again, when are Filipinos being invited to use mm-hmm. a natural exactly. And then obviously, every Filipino doesn't have an accent. This is not that. But for those who do, usually you're you asked to wash you be out. Yeah, be authentic self, right? Yeah. And he was like, and so he his response to me was like, thank you. Because mm-hmm. he had never been asked to do that before, outside of like the commercial. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he'd never been asked to do that as a character. So anyway, so Primera Source Sales, Jedi Shadow Force. Um, this summer, I have a, a giant um, saga happening. And there will be another round of casting calls for that. Um, yeah, I could talk about that. So essentially, the premise <laughs> for... The- <laughs> <laughs> all the gold, all the gold. That was a quick legality lawyer check in history. It's like, we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, basically, the premise is it's a planet, and at this point, it's a I'm looking at my wall notes, it's after particular pulse, I will say that much. And um, so it's it's gods, magic wielders, superheroes, and regular people. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the gods, the god, think like a Mount Olympus type thing. And so they're too close, and it's causing a toxic environment for the non divine characters. But because mm-hmm. they are gods, they are arrogant. And they're mm-hmm. like, 
Y'all ain't getting sick because of us. Y'all getting sick because of y'all. And so the conclusion, we must kill the gods. And so the summer saga is this war between them all. And that's where I'll end it. It goes a lot of extra places. That's like what I just told y'all is like half of the setup intro. That's not even going to be an episode. Um, oh. That's just half of like <laughs> like the open the scrawl. That's like half the yellow scrawl going on. <laughs> um, prologue. And yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> it. that's about half. Prologue. We just got the prologue. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be like a nine mm-hmm. episode-ish thing. Um, yeah, those are the main ones. And then there's probably gonna, there's gonna be some holiday stuff. I try to do like the holidays. So like there'll be a, another Halloween show, mm-hmm. um, and like a Thanksgiving week show. And actually, for Quan, so I did a Kwanzaa show three years ago um, because six years ago I was I was like how come no one is like adapting Kwanzaa outside of like the one proud family episode <laughs> that mm-hmm. did Kwanzaa yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like I've never seen it but like Santa Claus gets all these derivatives and you can play with the mythology <laughs> and so we did I so I adapted the the Kwanzaa like principles and it's like a mortal visiting the deities of Kwanzaa learning these lessons. Mm-hmm. So I listened to that. I was like, all right, that wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad first thing. But then, you know, again, reading a Tiffany Butler and like really trying to push my brain. I was like, what if the Kwanzaa stories were given the science fiction touch? Ooh. What does that look like in a futuristic sci-fi space setting? What is what is that Kwanzaa series? The things so, that we can do. Oh, I like that. And so that's what I'm in development development on now for December. Look, Will's just like, I right, look. That's Will's just cool. like, mm, it's, it's, oh, oh that <laughs> no, I like that because it can go because it can go. You can do a it lot. Can go into so many avenues because you you really just you really actually not to put a label on it. It's like another Lovecraft country if you think about it. If you're going that direction and that storytelling oh, and that yeah, type of which again, all great. Just because number one, you're number one, you're entertaining as well as you're educating. At the same mm-hmm. time, you're taking fantasy with it. So yeah. that's the reason I was just like I had my mouth wide. I'm like, yo, <laughs> if you did it that way. I hate to be like old boy in that meme, but bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. But no, yeah. no, that's a great, that's a great concept. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so those are like the the main storytelling things I have upcoming. Um, and then uh do I have anything else? I think that's that's primarily it. I do, I mean, I'm a poet as well, so I have like some poetry stuff. Um, so I live in Pasadena, which is uh, where the school that got na- renamed after Octavia Butler is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have some work upcoming with them. There's a bookstore that's opening after named after Octavia. So I have some poetry stuff also on the horizon that I can't talk about yet. But- see, see this, right. this brother is, and this is what I love about us. We are so multifaceted mm-hmm. that it's insane. And we look, in, especially a creative, a, a POC creative, they're just like, yeah, there's always something in the tank mm-hmm. consistently. There's just, yeah, you may not be working on it right now, but it's there. It's brewing because it's just something else going on. And this is what I love about creating this platform because I'm like, yo, there's other people who love 
this geek sphere stuff and mm-hmm. we're blurs and we can tell stories, we can write music, we can do just about anything. The minute yeah. our mind is on it, it's just like, you know what? Let me do this. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally let me do this. Mm-hmm. And then and here it is. Here, let me go. I want to I want to be in I want to be in NASCAR. You can't be in that. Watch me. Why not? Who said? <laughs> you know, it's, I just I just need a different guy than Bubba. I need a yeah, different name than Bubba. You know, or or you know, you so used <laughs> to seeing Wallace. the Russian. You, you so used to seeing the Russian ballet ballerinas and everything else. Wait a minute, hold up. We got I'm, you. You I'm, know, I'm, now here come three of them. Right, three sisters. Right, out the yeah. Oh yeah. man, I can't. I can't wait for the. Uh, I can't wait for the male gymnastics. Once we drop that stigma. They gonna oh be mad God. at us. Oh, oh. Man. mad at us. It's like, is there nothing they can't do? No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> we help send y'all to the moon. There ain't nothing we can't do. <laughs> sent y'all to the moon, and we gave y'all all the music you enjoy right. and the best food you've ever had. Like, oh, right. we, we we brought you. Y'all may have, y'all may have given us wild animals. We brought you seasoning. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> Game over. That's it. Game, game over. That's it. Oh man, man. So before we get out of here, Josh, my my guy, you yes. have to tell everybody where they can find you and where they can go to sign up for this audition. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, the shout out portion. So before before I do that, I would be completely remiss without shouting out my crew. And I asked them if I could say this. I was like, Y'all sure? They're like, Yeah. So self-dubbed the Wu-Tanga voiceover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I stand by it. They're all, they're all dope. But I would not be anywhere without them being like, Josh will ride with you. And I'm like, y'all didn't have to. Um, so the first person is is Damon Allens. A lot of this is is him. He's really pushed me to be like, nah. He, he's a straight, you know, the older black guy energy. Straight to <laughs> you. <laughs> you got, you got, this is it. I'm not impressed. <laughs> you, you have more. You're better than this. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, so yes, Damon Allums, uh, voice actor. He's at Urban Legend VO. Uh, we have Kimberly Bonnie, just fantastic, versatile actor. Stage actor, too, at Lantern VO. Uh, Atticus Batakin, uh, who I can't talk enough about, at Real Voice Bender. Andrew Lander, who actually started off just doing commercial, he's like, I don't voice act. I was like, okay. And now just his <laughs> bananas. But now, if y'all listen to the tales of first magic, he's the villain in that. He's the angel who turns in that one. And his performance just gets creepier and creepier. I'm like, see, this, this is acting. Um, <laughs> oh, my Uncle Phil. <laughs> uh, but yes, Andrew Lander at Andrew Lander VO. Uh, Miles Sands, young cat. He's like 22, but his, mm-hmm. his, so I hanging out with voice actors, you hear things that you're not fans of. I discovered that I have a high voice. Never knew that. Never knew that. I got around the voice. I just like, yeah, man, everyone wants you. Your voice is high. I said, excuse me? <laughs> what are you Hands like, yeah, 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 that's it. it I'm they, sorry, the Kevin, the Kevin Hart did kind of kick in a little bit. I was, yeah, I was just waiting for it. I didn't appreciate it. 
Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was perfect. <laughs> it was. It sounded just Miles, like it. Uh, his his at is at Jazz Mighty, <laughs> but his voice is like the complete opposite of mine organically. Mm-hmm. Organically. Super deep. Lots of like rich character. Like if you just hear the voice, you would assume that he's a veteran stage actor in his mid forties. That's how he sounds like without mm-hmm. like he goes in rooms and people think he's putting on a voice, but that's just how he talks. Like like Kevin Grievous. <laughs> I I feel like I'll get canceled. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh okay. Oh yeah. Okay. He, he wrote under he he wrote Underworld. He's done some yeah. stuff. If, oh gotcha. He's been in Underworld. He's like the black werewolf in Overworld. Oh I know him. Yeah yeah, yeah the real deep voice. Yeah, his too. voice oh, yeah. is like, oh and if it's who voice. I'm thinking of then yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then you can go up to a, an Izuku Midoriya. He's got that oh, wow. kind of range. That's range. Okay. It, and he's only and 22. I'm like, you don't Jesus. understand what you have. Hmm. It's crazy. He um, hasn't so, even begun then. <laughs> to <develop> yeah. it. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't even begun. So yeah, definitely Miles Sands at Des Mighty. Um, and who am I? Uh, there's Bo at Bo Knows uh, VO. Um, just classic. Classic, just professional. He does an incredible Morgan Freeman uh imitation, which is actually quite like wow, you can really do that. Um, he's really, really good, he's really fun. And Frankie Harrison, Mr. President, he he's got like that singing range, and he can like one because I feel like like some people can do characters, but to take that character and sing in character, mm-hmm. Okay. He's one yeah. of those. Mm. He can be in character and sing in as the character in the key. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? Nice. Uh, yeah, this is my crew. The Wu Tang voiceover. I think, I think I got everyone. <laughs> um, you can follow me, obviously, at at High Form Family. If you want to listen to any of the productions we've done, just talk story to me. I think we're everywhere. It's like it's Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, Amazon. Just if you just Google talk story to me, it should come up. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Talk story to me. Uh, and that'll that'll come up. You can listen to the episodes and then primary source tells. That was I want to change the name, but like I'm a slave to wordplay sometimes. Ah, probably could have used better words there. I'm addicted <laughs> to wordplay. <laughs> I'm addicted to wordplay sometimes. We can edit that part out, right? We, we do that. We understand. We understand. It don't matter. We've ripped Scott's will, not we. Have a strong proclivity towards wordplay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. You, lean to, you lean toward it in a very serious manner. We got you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but I like, I like wordplay. So primary source tells will probably not change. But basically, it's just the word mm-hmm. primary mixed mm-hmm. with the last part of dinosaur so primary source tales and that's that's our kids show um and actually on spotify so we have the show and then there's primary source tales jams which are just the songs from the show so nice. the theme song the potty time song and all the songs that they learn um like there's a cooperate song c-o-o-p-e-r-a-t-e and then they learn like how to spell and all this other stuff nice. um so yeah at the the, well, the easiest, family. <laughs> easiest at Highform Family, and then Highformfamily.com. That's where you can you can find everything. Oh God, do I did a skit of mumble rappers learning how to spell from oh, their songs? Just pop- Ooh. Ooh. 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine twenty one? Twenty one's uh twenty one seven trying to give grammatical, trying to give grammatical advice. Oh, the way I'm my mind that. works. <laughs> the way my mind works. Just, oh my god! You put uh, in the sentence twenty one. Twenty one. That is not a sentence. That's a. That is just a double negative. That's a double negative. <laughs> oh my goodness! Two oh J's teaching math. I'm sorry. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for all of it. Oh, um, Josh, my guy. Uh, it's gonna be a pleasure to work with you. Number one. Uh, I appreciate you coming on to talk about these projects. Uh, this door is always open to you to come in and talk about whatever it is you have going on because I appreciate that. As you know, this show is all about promoting uh, POC creatives and putting them in the in the showcase and putting them in the show the light that they normally would not get seen in. And yeah. to hear things like this and hear stuff and not just one particular genre of a project but a myriad of them. And that helps in so many ways. So I appreciate you coming on and talking about them and, and, and showing that light. And I, now I'm, I want to know this Wu-Tang voice actors because I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. So I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for anything, anything you need. Give me a holler. I mean, we're obviously working together. So you're like, hey, I want to put this on the show. Come on, come on. Just, you know, just <laughs> and, and I don't take that lightly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, I, you're getting emails because you volunteered to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you volunteered. Audio, <laughs> yeah. So. Like, we were just like, I, <laughs> I offer my Serenfish tribute. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I appreciate you coming on, man. It's dope talking to you. We always, obviously, are going to continue our conversations. Yes. But uh, we're gonna close this out, Lady Mandalore. I'm gonna have to change the. the uh... <laughs> I'm gonna have to change the the names on the intro. Uh... <laughs> oh, I got it. Maybe I'll take room pool of blurs off just when I'm on here. I'll just leave this Lady Mandalore. No, 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 leave, leave, leave. no. Like, I, like that. I don't care. I mean, I'll do both. I'll put a banner in the back. Anyway, um, hi, um, I am Lady Mandalore. Um, and <laughs> um, I'm also on Instagram and uh, fan base as Room Full of Blurts. I can be found under Twitter at Room Full of Blurts, but without the two O's in Room. Whew. And on Saturday nights on fan base, I hold an audio chat room at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you feel the need to speak about all things nerdy, geeky, and pop culture, that is where you can find me. Um, I also have a podcast called Child of Mandalore, and it is on Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, your grandmother's old radio station, wherever you can find me, um, <laughs> where I go into the one. history <laughs> of the planet and the people of Mandalore. All right. Our cinematic assassins in the building now going to be volunteering or offering yourself as tribute for audio. Yeah, let's say the, the, the newest audio engineer for uh, talk story to me. The audio assassin. Audio assassin. Audio, audio assassin. Answer. I like that. He's just all over the place. Hmm. Um, yeah, you can find me everywhere on socials at Mayhem Media. That's M-A-Y-E-H-E-M Media. Um, yeah, I talk, I talk movies. I talk TVs. Uh, if you like reading things, I'm on Pure Fandom, writing about trailer reviews. If you 
um, are into skits and reviews of the visual perspective, they're coming to your Instagram and your TikTok and your YouTube. Um, if you like watching and listening things, I'm here, of course, on Blur's Eye View. I also have my own podcast coming called Blur's Absurd with mm-hmm. uh, two good people, Ali March and Mark the Shark. Uh, we're going to be bringing you blurred news and reviews with a sports debate sort of spin to it. So mm. if, if that sounds like something you're interested skip. in. That's what we're getting into. Um, but that's all for me. Pass the mic. All right. Go ahead, <laughs> the skip. black fox of the squared circle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just stopped myself because I almost went. I almost went into. I almost went to Shanshaw for a second. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, man. Every time I talk, you interrupt my monologue. No, let me shut up. Um, <laughs> no, as he said, uh, of course, Black Fox four four seven. You can find me um, almost everywhere. Almost all social media. Uh, I usually review and post a lot of things that I play: video games, movies, animation. Um, um, gym stuff because i forgot i was supposed to go to the gym sometime today but anyway um i'm there eventually but uh aside from that um as uh chris has said i usually do follow uh wrestling i do write wrestling articles for the blurred's eye view website why because wrestling is real people are fake shout out to mr candy for that one um because trust me it's a wild time in wwe right now but that's a whole other subject it's a wild time and i mean just the saudi arabia sale I mean, oh Saudi Arabia. I mean, oh. I mean, it's bad. The outside story of WWE I mean, is actually better than the inside story of WWE. Yeah, but, uh, yeah for real, yeah. for real. I mean, who who knew that? Who knew that the who knew that the arch nemesis could come back like Revenge of the Sith and give the same type of storyline? But uh, aside from that, <laughs> is uh, anyone going to tear down my organization? It's going to be me. Pretty much. You, just, <laughs> you can just hear him. Just you can just hear the gravitas out of it. It's like if I can't have the WWE. No one can. I was like, yeah, you, just, you can that's literally it. hear it. But anyway, um, aside from that, I do have a couple of podcasts and I'm also over uh, my daily, uh, my weekly political and uh, current news podcast called How We Frack We Got Here um, usually airs every Wednesday and Saturday just because I believe you do need to be informed about the world around you, even though it may be crumbling and maybe in a hot mess and we all might be vaporized. But hey, at least you should know. Um <laughs> Aside from that, um, I do have another podcast with my co-captain, Joe Tonello, called uh, Get Bit Podcast every Friday. can be seen on Facebook and on YouTube as we try to cover everything um, in the world of geeks and nerds and blurds um, and give our opinions on a lot of things. Um, but like I said, like, follow me. The only thing I ask is don't be a creeper. We can all be cool. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. Well, everybody, it's your man on the wall, Chris Fury. Uh, normally, Will would know me as the man in black. I got back to wearing my graphic cookies and not the work shirt. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually but, wearing black today. That's the wild yeah, part. Right, I, was, right. I, was, I was hoping to match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can follow me on IG. And when you go to IG, you can see the link tree in the bio where it'll send you to all the fantastic places where you can find us on the socials, including Facebook. There you are. And Twitch. Blurs Eye View 1 is the handle. Go check us out. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. Hit the subscribe button. You can follow. You can watch this episode, past episodes, reviews, and more on there with the Fury's reaction reviews. Because man, I'm behind. Uh, <laughs> there's been so much going on. Uh, also, you can listen to us on Opulence Radio. 
just download the opulence, go to opulenceradio.com. You can download the app and you can see us or listen to us Tuesdays and Thursdays all day long. And then you can hear the new episodes Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and then Thursdays at 9 p.m. Same channels. So as I do with every show, I want to thank our guest, Josh, for coming. Josh Evans for coming on, talking about that project. This is such a dope project that he has going on. I love it. I love it. I really love it. Uh, <laughs> I really do. I can't, I can't wait to dive into this. I swear I am going to be all in my bag. Uh, Looking forward so, to it. Like, this is going to be. Uh, I'm telling around, walking around like, y'all can't tell me nothing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm channeling Doom, Lex, Thanos. Why not? You are, you are uh, definitely getting Canaveras the cat. You yeah, are okay. getting Canaveras. Wife's going to walk around white. Why are you walking around with this stuffed cat all the time? His name is Canaveras. Why not? It's for the show, it's a tax write-off. It's a tax right. write-off. It's it's for the show, it's there a tax write-off. Business. Uh, it's for business, and his name's Carnivorous. <laughs> <laughs> What's this problem? I don't even know you anymore. I don't think you know. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Y'all on one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But thanks again, Josh Evans, for coming on, man. You know, like I said, the door is always open. Uh, you. Whenever you have this project, like I said, we're going to be working together. This is going to be a blast. Uh, tune in. You know what? March for the Record is going down this Saturday. We are one of the few, one of the many podcasts that is going for the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest video podcast. So we're going for the 14th, the 15th, and the 16th. We start at six o'clock. Blurred's Eye View goes on at seven. We are on for an hour. Guess what we're talking about? The villains return. Yes. How did I know? <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> We're talking about the villains from Marvel and DC and how they've returned for another round of were they right? <laughs> I am I'm inclined to say that they are to a degree. Yes. Uh, so you want to tune in for that? We're going to have some fun. Uh, but once again, I want to thank my guest once again, Josh Evans, for coming on and talking about talk story to me. Uh, this and, and all his many projects that he has going on. If you can catch on to this, listen to it on Spotify, wherever you listen to it. And also, if you are inclined to be in voice acting, please audition. And as he said, let him decide whether it's it'll fit or not. I mean, you had a person who auditioned and they, the sound was bad. You put them in the rain. Job mm -hmm. offer. There it is. Mm -hmm. So you never know what you can get. So yeah. as I end with every show, I want to thank you, my guests, once again. Thank my team once again. And remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. This is Chris Fury with this beautiful castmates. There we are, all over there. Uh, <laughs> until we see you Saturday, because tune in, because it's gonna be around, <laughs> and then we come back again on. Tuesday. <laughs> so we're just we just rocking it out. Hopefully we still have our voices by then. Uh because <laughs> I don't know sign language, sign language. It won't work for the audio. Uh but until then, we are out of here. <laughs>